Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Grand Admiral Thrawn and Vader indeed had interactions, especially as depicted in Star Wars canon after Disney purchased Star Wars. Now, their relationships and experiences together and dynamics are prominently explored in Timothy Zahn's newer Thrawn novels, especially in Thrawn Alliances and Thrawn Treason. Now, we gotta go way back to the beginning with Anakin Skywalker. Thrawn knew who Anakin was and they had interactions together. Before Anakin became Vader, he and Thrawn had met during the Clone Wars. In Thrawn Alliances, half of the novel is actually set during the Clone Wars era, and then it bounces into present day with the Empire, where Thrawn, still an officer of the Chiss Ascendancy, collaborates with Jedi Knight Anakin Skywalker on a mission. The two share mutual respect due to their individual skills and competencies. Now, typically, these missions revolved around, well, the book itself revolved around the disturbances in the Unknown Regions, specifically centered on a planet called Batu, which, of course, is the one that they turned Galaxy's Edge into. Now, during the Clone Wars, Padme travels to Batu to investigate the disappearance of her handmaiden, Duja. When she doesn't report back, Anakin becomes very worried and goes in search of her. On his way, he encounters Thrawn, Mithra Mrodu who is also interested in the area due to mysterious events that might pose a threat to his Chiss people. Reluctantly, Anakin and Thrawn team up. Through their investigation, they discover a Separatist droid factory. This factory is not producing any ordinary battle droids, but rather a new model that combines organic and inorganic parts. The duo eventually discover that the Separatists are using the local inhabitants in their experiments. Anakin's primary concern is to find and rescue Padme. However, still, alongside Thrawn, they tackle the larger threat by confronting the factory and the dark activities within it. Over the course of the mission, Anakin and Thrawn come to appreciate each other's strengths. Anakin is impressed by Thrawn's tactical genius, while Thrawn gains respect for Anakin's combat prowess and determination. By the mission's end, they have thwarted the Separatist plan, but the encounter leaves an indelible mark on both, setting the stage for their later interactions during the time of the Empire, which the book switches to later on, which is kind of cool because you get to see the contrast of both. Now, this Batu mission showcased the early dynamics between Thrawn and Anakin, providing an insightful backdrop to their later relationship when Anakin becomes Darth Vader. Which brings us to the other part of this video, talking about Thrawn and Vader's interactions. Now, the second half of Thrawn alliances shifts from the Clone Wars era to the time of the Galactic Empire, emphasizing the changed relationship between Grand Admiral Thrawn and Darth Vader. 
So Emperor Palpatine senses a disturbance in the Force originating from the Unknown Regions, specifically from Batu. Again, he assigns both Thrawn and Vader to investigate the disturbance together. Palpatine's choice is deliberate. He's well aware of the previous collaboration that they had together during the Clone Wars and is curious to see how their dynamic has changed, especially given Vader's transformation. The collaboration is initially fraught with tension. Vader, now the Emperor's enforcer, is far more authoritative and menacing than when Thrawn last encountered him as Anakin Skywalker. Now Thrawn, on the other hand, has risen through the Imperial ranks, proving himself a strategic genius, but also making many enemies along the way. As they journey to Batu, their differing personalities and methodologies come to the fore. Vader's approach is direct, forceful, and often brutal, while Thrawn prefers strategy, understanding, stealth, and outthinking his opponents, which when I was reading the book, it kind of reminded me a lot of Boba Fett and Vader's approaches to capturing Han Solo in Legends, whereas Vader, you know, basically broke down the door of this bar and barges in and just makes a huge scene, whereas Boba Fett was already sitting across the table from Han Solo, observing him and waiting for the right moment. On Batu, they uncover a plot involving the Grisk, a nomadic and warlike species from the unknown regions. Now, the Grisk have been capturing different species, including the Chiss, for their own purposes. The threat of the Grisk is significant. They're not only a menace to the Chiss, but potentially to the Empire. Throughout their mission, Vader and Thrawn's interactions are laden with subtext. While they share a mutual respect for each other's abilities, there's a consistent power struggle. Vader often seeks to assert dominance, reminding Thrawn of his place in the Imperial hierarchy, while Thrawn tries to navigate around Vader's volatility. One of the most intriguing aspects of their relationship for me was that during this mission that they went on, the unspoken acknowledgement that Thrawn likely knows who Vader truly is, that he is Anakin Skywalker. While Thrawn never directly confronts Vader about this, he drops subtle hints, creating moments of tension, just kind of teasing him and egging him on. By the mission's end, the duo has managed to counteract the Grisk threat, at least temporarily. However, the alliance between Thrawn and Vader remains as complicated as ever, with the underlying currents from their past and their current Imperial roles making it a relationship that's both cooperative and adversarial. In essence, the Imperial Era mission on Batu highlights the evolution of Thrawn and Vader's relationship and serves as a microcosm of the broader tensions within the Empire. It also sets up future confrontations with the Grisk, indicating that the unknown regions hold mysteries and threats far beyond what the Empire has yet encountered. And maybe that's what we're going to learn more about today in The Ahsoka Show. Not just the unknown regions, but other galaxies, and namely Peridia, the planet. So now let's talk about the perception that Vader and Thrawn had for each other. Let's first start with Vader's perception of Thrawn from mainly Thrawn alliances. Now, Vader, essentially, we could say, had a mixed review of Thrawn. He respected him, but also cautioned him. He acknowledged Thrawn's strategic prowess. Of course, there's a grudging respect for the Chiss Admiral's intellect, his unrivaled tactical abilities, and his knack for understanding opponents through their art and culture. Vader sees Thrawn as a valuable asset to the Empire, especially in navigating the Unknown Regions. Now, Vader, of course, doesn't trust anyone, especially non-humans and outsiders. Maybe it's a sand people thing, I don't know what his issue is, but he's kind of elitist like that. The Empire is heavily human-centric, and Thrawn, being a Chiss from the Unknown Regions, is kind of an anomaly. While Vader appreciates Thrawn's skills, he's always wary of his motivations. The question remains, 
Is Thrawn truly loyal to the Empire, or does he have other allegiances, especially to his Chiss ascendancy? Now, with their relationship, there's always this consistent power play. Kind of like Vader and Tarkin, but I would say even more. Vader, as the Emperor's enforcer, often asserts his dominance over Thrawn. However, Thrawn's calm demeanor and refusal to be easily intimidated create moments of tension. While Vader could easily use the Force to subdue Thrawn, the fact that he doesn't, most of the time, speaks to the mutual respect and the delicate balance of their relationship. Not to mention, of course, their past relationship where Thrawn worked with Anakin Skywalker and now knows that Vader used to be Anakin. And I gotta say, it doesn't help that Thrawn always kind of throws these little wrenches in there that make Vader wonder if he knows truly who Anakin was and that he used to be Anakin Skywalker. It definitely adds a whole layer to the complexity of their interactions. Vader's perception of Thrawn is very multifaceted. While he respects the Grand Admiral's capabilities, there's this underlying tension rooted in the Empire's distrust of outsiders, the power dynamics between them and their shared past. Throughout Thrawn alliances, Vader is portrayed as a character who, despite his immense power and capabilities, has major vulnerabilities, especially concerning his history as Anakin. Thrawn, with his keen observational skills, treads a very fine line in navigating his relationship with the Sith Lord. At any moment, he could say the wrong thing, and maybe Vader's rage would get the best of him. Now, Thrawn's perception of Vader is somewhat a little bit different. Being a very keen observer of individuals, he fully acknowledges the formidable presence and might that Darth Vader brings. He understands the sheer force and power that Vader embodies, and he respects it. The Sith Lord's mastery of the Force, combat skills, and position as the Emperor's right-hand man are all elements that Thrawn considers in his interactions with Vader. He's always thinking strategically, so he sees Vader as a powerful piece on the galactic chessboard, maybe even like a knight or a bishop or heck, maybe even a queen. Throughout their mission together, Thrawn often considers how best to utilize Vader's abilities to achieve their objectives. However, he's also cautious about not pushing the Sith Lord too far or overstepping his boundaries. One of the most intriguing aspects of their relationship, I would say, is Thrawn's implied understanding of Vader's past identity as Anakin. Through subtle hints and particular word choices, Thrawn indicates that he knows or at least suspects Vader's transformation from the Jedi Knight he once collaborated with. This, of course, gives Thrawn a bit of a unique insight into Vader, which few in the Empire had. While maintaining a balance of showing respect towards Vader while also being careful, he's aware of Vader's temper and his tendency to lash out when frustrated or questioned. Yet, Thrawn's calm demeanor, combined with his strategic mind, allows him to navigate these interactions with a level of finesse. Now, Thrawn knows he's an outsider to the Empire, and a member of the Chiss Ascendancy, who has his own motivations and priorities. While he serves the Empire, he's also concerned about threats from the unknown regions that could endanger his people, the Chiss. His interactions with Vader often have underlying intentions as he tries to gather information as much as he can, resources, or support his hidden agendas, which, believe me, he had. I would say his perception of Vader is a blend of respect for the Sith Lord's power and a subtle understanding of his past. Thrawn navigates the relationship with strategic care, recognizing both the potential benefits and collaborations with Vader and the inherent dangers, of course. Throughout Thrawn alliances, the Chiss Grand Admiral displays a depth of insight, not just into tactics and art, but also into the enigmatic and volatile character of Vader. Their dynamic is a dance of mutual respect, underlying tension, and layered intentions. 
and, I must add, hidden agendas. I'd say the interesting thing about Thrawn is that his primary strength really does lie in his ability to understand cultures, individuals, and strategies through observation alone. He often uses art as a lens to gain insights into different societies. While Vader doesn't produce art, his actions, decisions, and demeanor are like an open book to someone as observant as Thrawn. Something I found funny during the Thrawn Alliance's book was when Thrawn would carefully choose his words or recall their past mission, dropping subtle hints that suggest his knowledge of Vader's former life, just to kind of see Vader get tense. Through the whole time, I was kind of wondering when he was going to address the whole thing, you know, like, hey, I know you're Anakin, but it doesn't happen. And why he doesn't do this, I think there are a few reasons for it. First, of course, it's very dangerous, and Thrawn knows the peril of directly challenging someone as powerful and volatile as Vader. Second, Thrawn is strategic and might consider this knowledge more useful if he kept it as an unspoken card up his sleeve. And also, Vader's reactions to Thrawn's little subtle hints here and there that, hey, you're Anakin, kind of just reveals to Thrawn himself that he is true, that his hunch about Anakin becoming Vader is absolutely correct. I think what we're going to see in the Ahsoka show is perhaps a level of connection or even a flashback of Thrawn and Anakin Skywalker in the Clone Wars and maybe even during the Empire with Vader. I think once he finds out more about who Ahsoka's master was, we're going to really see what Thrawn was able to say about Anakin and Vader alike and how he combines the two together to kind of play on Ahsoka's emotions. And once he learns this, then I think he maybe even could possibly have the Night Sisters create some sort of Vader or Anakin variant that would just trick her and bring her guard down or make her emotional so that she would be killed easier. Thrawn is very smart, and there is nothing that is too low of a blow for him to get his way and win victory. So I think what he's going to do is he's going to do exactly that with the Night Sisters, or the Grandmothers, I should say. And once he finds out more about Ahsoka, then he's going to just unleash everything he can at her. And what is that? Well, it's Maul, Vader, and of course, Anakin Skywalker. Hope you guys enjoyed today's video. There was a lot we covered in it, so let me know what parts you found the most interesting and what you would like to see in the show itself. Have an awesome rest of your day, and I'll catch you in the next one. Until then, my fellow Jedi and Sith friends, remember, the Force will be with you always. Always.